What up, good people? It's your boy Ty Will again, back at another episode of the Check This Out podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the word sacrifice. Yes, that's a very, very powerful word. Of course, I'm going to be sharing my perspective on it. I want to know what you hear about it and what you know about it. I did pose a question on Facebook, I believe on the 18th, March 18th. I asked the guys, I said, when you hear the word sacrifice in whatever capacity, what comes to mind? We did get a lot of feedback on that uh, Facebook post, and I'll be talking about those posts later. Those are comments a little later on. So until then, check this out. Of course, I've done a little research, so we're going to jump right into it. Sacrifice. Why is it important? Why is it an important word? The importance of sacrifice is connected to doing things that are not fun for the moment. It is connected to channeling your energy into completing that task that gives you agony and lack of enjoyment. It says a lot right there. It has a lot to do with your time, your stability, personal life, sleep, health, quiet time, sanity, and immediate desires. Can't we all relate to this? Think about it from your personal uh, perspective, your personal life experience. What has sacrifice been to you? What is that word? Um... Or how has that word played a part in your life? Have you ever made sacrifice? Uh, are you currently in situations where you're making sacrifices? There are different folds to it. We've got different perspectives on it. And I can't wait to share some of those Facebook responses a little later on in the podcast. Um, some things that I personally had to learn about sacrifice and I'll um, share mine is it's not solely about me. It is not solely about me. What I've wanted to do um, when I've wanted more, I've had to realize that I've got to do less. If I wanted more, I've had to do actually less. I know that sounds contradicting, but I've learned that whenever you're adding more, something is going to go lacking. You're going to possibly have to sacrifice something, right? Um, it, it's just, it, just, it just works that way. That means in my doing a lot, not really seeing benefits happen at first, if at all, I had to cut back on some things. I mean, even if it was something that I absolutely love, I understood sacrifice was needed. Um, I'll go into a personal story of mine that I don't mind sharing. And before I jump into all that, I'm actually sitting back on the couch drinking some coffee. I'm chilling right now, man. This this uh, COVID-19 got everybody panicking and I'm relaxed. I'm at peace. I'm covered, you know. So let me jump into it. Um, well, before I jump into it, hopefully y'all are not panicking. Hopefully you all are understanding this process and utilizing this downtime to be productive. I hope you are because I am as well. All right. So let me jump into my story. Um, some of you may know or may not know if this is your first time kind of checking out what Ty has going on. This is um, going to probably get your full attention, but it's going to set this up for the podcast today. I was uh, married. I was in a relationship for about seven years. Uh, we probably probably were in a relationship longer than that. I want to say eight or nine. But nevertheless, 
what I didn't realize before getting married is that I would have to make a buttload of sacrifices, not just one, <laughs> but many. I didn't realize that stuff before. Um, yeah, yeah, we did the, the marriage counseling and we went through um, the different scenarios. And, you know, I mean, it's just it's nothing like experiencing something, though. You know what I mean? It's just nothing like experience, experiencing that, so especially coming from a, uh, being a single man, making my own decisions. And even if those decisions in its own were reckless, they were just for me and I could live with it. I can make a reckless decision and say, hey, whether it fails or not, I can live with it because I don't have nobody behind me, beside me, in front of me, whatever. No wife at the time, no kid at the time. So it didn't matter. But I went into the marriage with that same mindset when I know and I knew rather I should have shifted that. I should have shifted that before getting married. All right. The stuff that we don't talk about. I haven't heard it being talked about how, you know, you you really ask questions um, like this before you get married. I know now I do when I'm talking to guys that might have said they were formerly married or have an ex-wife or whatever case may be. Or they're on their second or third marriage. I asked them, like, what did you learn from your first? Before you got married, before you were ever married in your entire life, you know, give me some details. You know, I want to know, like, to see where they um, have fixed problems, have learned from mistakes. And hopefully it's just something that I could possibly share as well. So, yeah, we did counseling. But practicality in another um, household is different for somebody else's household, okay? Because a lot of times I know in counseling, a lot of times people don't mind sharing their experience in marriage, whether it be eight years, 10 years, 24 years, 30 years. They'll say, well, this is what worked for us. Okay, that's cool. That's you. That's y'all. It's different per household and it's different per people, different per couples, okay? So I'm learning all this. I'm, I learned that in counseling, I was selfish. I was very selfish, me, me. And more me. My own convenience was all that mattered at the time. I didn't think too much about my wife um, at first. Um, but before uh, our daughter came in the picture, I was mar- married, but still acting single. Yeah. Before we had our daughter, I was married, but still acting single. Some of you may be wondering, Ty, how are you still acting single? Because I was still hanging out. Um, yeah, I would work, but I would still hang out, get home late, hanging out with the fellas, uh, just still had the single man's, the bachelor mindset, the bachelor mentality. And that was, that was my, my flow when I first got it, got into marriage. Um, but I got to say, uh, I was just kind of riding the wave. It's just like, okay, well, hey, we married. It's going to do what it do. It's going to, you know, just this flow, but not understanding that I had to put in work. Okay. Again, that's just a selfish menta- mentality. I was about to say selfish mentality, but I ain't going to put us out like that, fellas. I'm speaking of me, all right? That was a selfish mentality. It still kind of ties into us at the end of the day. But in, anyway, we're going to move on. She was patient. Got to give it to her. She was a patient and still is a patient woman uh, throughout the process. And even while we were married, she never bugged me. Yet she always held me accountable for every action because I was the head of the house, right? Um all that made me realize is what I worked for when I was single is now multiplied with the wife, right? It showed me I wasn't ready for, for it. But, um, but now that I was in it, I had to level up. But I wasn't going to be easy. You know, it, I wasn't going to be easy. I wasn't going to make it easy. I had to learn about sacrifice. Mine began when I lost my mom 
in February of 2013, before my mother's pass, passing, the last time I saw my mom was, I think, Christmas Day of 2012. I believe we were in the parking lot of Orangeburg Hospital because my grandmother was in the hospital and, you know, we weren't really expecting too many great things from grandma, you know, because she was in the hospital. So we all gathered at the hospital. I remember that. And before I left, I hugged my mom. We were all walking to our cars. I hugged my mom in the parking lot. And I remember telling her, just like I normally do, like, hey, I love you, mom. She said, I love you too, son. That was the last time I, I actually saw her. Now, we've talked on the phone, like, occasionally between Christmas 2012 and before she passed, but it was always like quick conversations. It wasn't anything in debt. Our relationship was okay. We didn't have a horrible relationship, but it wasn't like the best relationship, the best um, that we could do as far as mother-son. It's just, I mean, we had two different different setups at the time. You know, my mom was still... um, in the country, and I was, you know, in Columbia, so I wasn't going home as often. She would come up, and I would try to see her then, but it was just a different, different setting. So I'm telling you all this, uh, you know, how it set me up to to begin to understand sacrifice. Um, I know my mom and my sister have a great, had a great relationship. Like, they were like sisters. They were mom and daughter, but they acted like sisters, um, respectfully. I don't think my sister ever did anything to disrespect my mom, and I believe that she loved her and still loves her. So um, I knew I could do more as far as building my mom and I's relationship, but there was still a void that I never got to fill. Uh, when she transitioned, I was held responsible for everything. Like it totally caught me off guard like death does. And at the time I was a minister of music. I was in a barbershop working. And then at that time I was a husband. Um, this showed me that life was way bigger than Ty Will. Fast forward, we find out we're having a baby. This is, uh, you know, I buried my mom on one day, a couple of days later, no, not even a week, we find out that we're expecting a baby. Oh, wow. I'm like, man, this is probably the worst and best news that I got at this, you know, during the same time. Very, very difficult to, dis- you know, to explain, to discuss, but I'm getting, I got bad news and good news going on at the same time. It's like, wow. But I understood that, okay, God, he took someone away from me but at the same time, you're going to give me something else that I've never experienced. You know what? I can make up for what I didn't do in my mom's life through my daughter's life. That was my mentality. It began to shift when I got that news that I'm about to be a daddy. All right. Fast forward again. September rolls around. And that word sacrifice is just being repeated in my head over and over and over and over again. I believe I was driving back from a workshop. And all I could recall the guy saying was, um, what will you sacrifice for this next season of your life? That thing stuck with me for, for, for the long ride home. It stuck with me. I mean, yeah, I had music playing, but all I could hear was that phrase. What will you sacrifice for the next season of your life? So I wake up the next day, and while the wife was at work, I looked in the mirror. And I, for the ones that do know me, I mean, I took pride in my hair. Man, I had... Uh, when I first moved to Columbia, I started growing my hair out. I had a big afro that I ended up getting like small semi-dreads and cut that off. And then I grew hair back again and I got braids. I had uh, I was going to the stylist every week to get braids, you know, tightened up and keeping the edge up. And from there, I went to the wavy cut and then I started getting designs in my head. And then before I, you know, did all that, uh, after I did all that, rather, I started having, I had the mohawk. I mean, I was just... And I was a barber, so it's like, okay, I always kept something going on with my head. 
I'm looking in the mirror. I'm like, man, me cutting my hair would be a sacrifice. So I just did it. I didn't think twice about it. I took the clippers that I had and I went straight down the middle of my head until it was bald. Right. Looking like a little milk dud out here, bro. I was like, man, man, look. Woo. And that's before I knew about the whole razor. And, you know, when you first cut your hair bald, guys, um, if you're listening, like it ain't that smooth, shiny look. You know, it's, it's a little ashy, you know, it's a little patchy, a little ashy. It's, it's a different story. I put some lotion on it and went to church. But it was like, oof, OK, I got to do something to tighten this up. And my hair was, you know, it was lighter on top of my head because, again, I had hair up there. So it wasn't blending in with my face. <laughs> it was just it was weird, man. All that to say that allowed me to say, hey, I'm, I got to sacrifice something. And I sacrificed my hair. And why I did that was not only not only because of what the guy had uh, asked, that question that the guy asked, but I knew the next season of my life would, it would require a new tie, would require a new guy. And that's when, you know, my daughter was coming two months after I cut my hair, my daughter would be coming into the world. So I wanted to start transitioning. Unlike what I did when I was uh, before I got married, I didn't start transitioning, not, not mentally before I got married. I transitioned like, you know, physically before I got married, but I said, I'm not going to make that mistake again in that transition. So in this transition at this time, before my daughter comes, I'm going to start changing and transitioning mentally, acting like thinking like a dad before she comes. Right. All that was a sacrifice for me at this time. I'm 30, one, 32 years old. It's like, man, I got to start shifting. That was a sacrifice because I, have ne- I had never done it before. It was a sacrifice for me. Okay? Like dying to self, understanding that, Ty, now you got to be able to take care of somebody else. Not just somebody else, but two people. You got you to take care of a wife. You got to take care of a daughter. Right? Yeah, you were, you were doing good because you were taking care of yourself. Then when the wife came in, it challenged you to say, okay, well, Wow, I got to do a little bit more. Now you got a daughter. Now you got to do for two people aside from yourself. Some stuff you're going to have to sacrifice from your, for your own, from your own to, to, for the good of them. Man, it, it just caught me off guard. And I'm hoping I'm keeping it as real as possible without stumbling. I mean, I got notes, but I don't even know where I'm at. So let me just try to get back onto it. But still keeping the story relevant. Like um, It took a lot of pride from me. It took a lot of my ego took all of that because I wasn't the same. I started feeling like I was less than a person, but my image wasn't changing. Every time I walked out, people would say, oh man, Ty, there's something different about you. I see a glow, whatever. But for me, I didn't feel it. I didn't even see it. But I knew it was for the greater good. You know. So think about some things, guys and, and girls and gals and women and men, that you've had to sacrifice. Um, if you haven't had to sacrifice, think about some things that you would be willing to sacrifice. What does that phrase, what does that word mean to you? All right. So I'm going to do this right here. I'm going to jump into the Facebook question that I posed on March 18th, and I'm going to read the comments. Um, This is what sacrifice means to some people. And I did have, it's been up for 
longer than 24 hours. So I got two guys. I'm going to start with those two. Uh, Rod King, he's a local musician in Columbia, a bassist, and I think he, he plays keyboard now, and he actually probably sings. He probably got a studio or two or three in Columbia and surrounding areas. <laughs> Good friend of mine, real cool cat. He said, faith to favor is what he gets when he hears the word sacrifice. A good friend of mine, I was just in his, his, in his wedding, uh, Dion Simmons, I call him JD. He said necessary. And then what else did you say, Dion? Let me, let me find my phone real quick. Y'all bear with me. Dion said necessary and something else. JD. Wait, y'all bear with me. I'm, I'm pulling up this on my phone so I could read and be accurate on exactly what he said. I don't want to misquote him. All right. So we got 50 comments on that. So that's what's up. Oh, he said headed, well, head down grinding. So when you hear sacrifice, when JD hears sacrifice, he's, he's thinking about, you know, my head is down. I'm grinding. Like I ain't focusing on nothing else but getting this, you know, just doing whatever I got to do to get to the next level. That's dope. And then the second thing he said was necessary, the word necessary. Appreciate you. And I'm going to go ahead and stay on this right here since I got this pulled up. I got my notes printed out, but I'm going to stay on it. So unfortunately, well, I'm sorry, Dwayne says, Dwayne Robinson says, unfortunately, money is what come to mind, comes to mind when he hears the word sacrifice. Definitely understand that because a lot of money does go into, you know, you do sacrifice a lot of money when you do things that are necessary for the good, the greater good. Big bro, Jason Roberts, says, ouch, jumps out at me. It's going to hurt a little. Ouch, it's going to hurt a little is what he thinks of when it comes to sacrifice. And that's real, man. And shouts out to J-Rob. I call him J-Rob, but let me give him, give you all his professional name. That's Jason Roberts. He's running for Richland County Sheriff 2020 uh, in the June 9 election. He is a big brother of mine, a real uh, support, very supportive guy. Um, I, I feel like I owe Jason more than than enough, man. He's been a um, a hidden treasure out here for me, man. I definitely appreciate you, Jay. Let me go back to Dwayne. Dwayne, I appreciate you too, bro. One of my clients, photography and barber. I, I appreciate you supporting the brands and believing in me. I met Dwayne when I was at uh, when I was a worship leader at a church, and he is one of the elders there, and we've been uh, tight ever since, man. So appreciate it. Let me keep rolling. My my little bro, little big bro, Danny Diesel, <laughs> if I stand next to him, you're going to think he's the big brother. <laughs> um, he says, lost of comfort. And that's 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 self-explanatory, man. When 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 you are sacrificing something, it is not going to be comfortable at all. All right. Especially if it's the, the good sacrifice, the real good sacrifice. Just like when I talked about when I cut my hair, I was uncomfortable walking around here with a light skinned head with a brown skinned body. You know, that was <laughs> that was uncomfortable, man. So good point. Willie Harrison, losing a little to gain a lot or vice versa. I appreciate that response. Willie Harrison, thank you for tuning in on the um, the question, man. And then Veronzo heard. Varenzo, I, I don't even, I think I get that name all. I call him, I'm, a, I'm just call you V, V Heard, Varenzo. All right, that's my boy, man, photographer, uh, peculiar photography in Columbia. He's actually a poet as well. Much respect to him, man. He has five answers. So I'm going to try to read your five before I get to the next one, man. The first one he said is giving up everything for someone, something that won't 
want or know they need it. Something that won't something they want or know that they need or something like that. Right. Giving up everything for someone, something that won't want or know that they need. All right. Something they won't want or know that they need. I got you. That's a good that's a good response, man. And then your next one was breaking your back to make sure that they prosper. Another one is an unconditional act of love. Real good. Realizing your pocket's going to be empty when you do it, but you see the worth in them. All right, man. You're thinking like a husband. And then you said, the last one you said was getting dirty to build. Exactly. That's men, that's husband mentality. And I believe, um, I don't think he would mind me sharing, that Veronzo, um is divorced as well. He's He's been married before. So I, I like the mindset that you have now. Like, I know, man, it's just, you got a lot of information that you share when it comes to, like, responding to questions. So I appreciate that, man. And then now we're going to scroll back up to my big bro, Sly Jenkins. He says the word discipline, and I can definitely see that, especially with the military background. The price of discipline is always less than the pain of regret. That's real good right there, man. Yeah, I, I like that. I got a note for that that just kicked in my head. So when you say the price of discipline is always less than the pain of regret, I hear if you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want will be the sacrifice. If you don't sacrifice for what you want, what you want will be the sacrifice. That's good stuff right there, Sly. I might have to pin that and possibly do a podcast on that one too, man. That's real good. Let me give you another quote, um, thinking about one of Veronzo's responses. Veronzo said, uh, giving up everything for someone, something that they want or know that they need. Um, one of the greatest sacrifices is when you can sacrifice your own happiness for someone else's happiness. Right. And these are things that I'm, I've learned, man, like especially, again, having my daughter. And I know I can be a, a much, 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 much better dad. I mean, just like we feel like we can probably be a much, much better barber or entrepreneur. I, I still relate that to you know family as well. I can be a much better dad. But what I'm doing is uh, what I've learned. You know what I mean? Like, And I'm learning that I can do more. I can be better. But one thing I will not do is give up on being a dad or give up. Just like I won't give up on being an entrepreneur, I'm not going to give up on being that as well. So that's a part. That's a mental sacrifice. So sacrifice is not just a tangible thing. It's an intangible thing as well. We're going to keep rolling. Tiffany Styles, she's a um, local motivating speaker, and I believe you are a minister. I know you're a hairstylist as well, but the word that comes to mind when she thinks about sacrifice is blood, and that's real. You can We can go um, spiritual with that. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, right? And then thinking about Jesus on the cross, he sacrificed himself for us. So that's big, Tiff. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Tristan Seals, one of my homeboys, man. Uh, Tristan plays the bass professionally. Um, great guy, man. He's real solid, man. Tristan put the controller Either that's an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller, whatever it is, he's saying sacrifice the gaming system. I know he's got about a couple of more days, probably if it has hasn't happened already, that he'll be celebrating two years as a newlywed. So congratulations to you and the wifey. And I know that I know that is a sacrifice for you, man. If you got to put down that controller, <laughs> at least that's at least you know, all right? At least you know. 
Um, Anita Aiken, musician. All right. Appreciate you, ma'am. She says, an exchange. A sacrifice is an exchange. I appreciate that. Darius Farley says, detachment. Sacrifice means detachment to him. I like that, man. Bobby Bands, going through all the pain right now so you can really live life, uh, live life later. That's dope, man. Going through all the pain right now so you can really live life later. Dope. And then my best friend, Shelly Wolf. I've known Shelly for over 20 years. Man, she's a, a traveling teacher. She's traveled the world, being an educator and just experiencing life. She says, a move made that allows something or someone else to win. That's real big. A move made that allows something or someone else to win is what she hears when she thinks about sacrifice. Donald Holmes says, my dad. I'm sure that is a very broad statement to say that your dad is uh, what comes to mind when you hear sacrifice. So maybe your dad was that one that sacrificed for you all to get to where you are. I mean, that's a, that's a great example, man. Great example. Teresa Paisley. Oh, that's Lady Paisley from Restoration Life, Church of God in Christ. Oh, yeah. Thank you for tuning in, ma'am. So she says life, military, vets, and medical staff. They are always sacrificing for us. Yes, ma'am. That's right. And then my other best friend, 20 plus years. We're just going to call him Buster. Appreciate you, bro. This word right here, altruism. The willful submission of one's wills and wishes for the wills and wishes of another. That's deep, man. That's real deep right there. I love it. Altruism. 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 However you want to say it. My bad. The willful submission of one's wills and wishes for the wills and wishes of another. Sacrifice. Good stuff. Angela Thomas Adams. Angela. I hadn't talked to you in a long time. We sang on the choir together somewhere, word of God, church or something like that. Putting someone else's needs ahead of your own. That's what Angela says. Putting someone else's needs ahead of your own. I had a lot, a lot of comments. So I I believe I printed them all out and it, it was up there for longer than 24 hours. So I'm reading what I got as of today. Um... Yeah, man. Sacrifice. That's a lot we've already said. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. I want to end it with this. Some things you just don't sacrifice are your family, your heart, and your dignity. All right. I know I joked a lot and I talked about, um, you know, my mishaps and all that. But one thing I did, some of y'all are probably wondering why I'm divorced. Not going to go into that detail. But one thing I did uh, do, and I, I don't really regret it, but I'm learning from it is I felt like I sacrificed my family just so I can be out here grinding. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of times I, re- I reflect on that, like, man, I gave that up just so I could, you know, keep building and all that. And, and it's, there is some good to it. And there's also some bad to it. You know, there's good and bad to almost everything. But I'm not afraid to say that. Like, I'm not I'm not um, afraid to say that. But that's one thing that if I could show or coach another man on if they're going through that situation that I might have been through, I would tell them to carefully consider, you know, before you make that decision, carefully consider. I didn't carefully consider. I, I knew that I was not where I wanted to be in, in uh, entrepreneurship, and that was my focus. Like, I knew I wasn't where I, was, where, I, where I needed to be as a husband either, but that wasn't my focus. Um, and I could honestly admit that now because I'm, I feel like I'm healed from that. So, 
Not going to make that same mistake twice, um, but that's just something I wanted to encourage y'all on. So again, we're going to go ahead and wrap this podcast up. I thank you all, as always, for tuning in to this podcast entitled Check This Out. Feel free to share this with your family, with your friends. Hey, it's, that's what it's about, man. I want to share my perspective on life. I want to share a lot of my stories, but also I want to bring in the black male community so that we could know how to talk about things. This is therapy for me, for me to be able to talk about it, get it out of my system and keep moving in life. That's healthy, right? Check it out.